Yeah, we got some things to talk about. Finally, the Finally, the sports podcast has been on blast right now, so we got to go a couple of different ways. For one, congratulations to Kwame Evans Jr. He's with Oregon. That's crazy. Oregon is continues, just like Baylor, just like Gonzaga a little bit. Baylor, to me, Oregon is like that. Baylor, Oregon, Baylor, and Florida State always a surprising team. I mean, I think Gonzaga's been a powerhouse for a minute, and then they just started getting this good recruiting going. You know, uh, when they got Jalen Suggs and Jet Holmgren, good momentum. Good momentum. Uh, there's a lot for their program. Uh, guys are successful there. That's the big thing. Everybody thinks it's the winning part, which is part of it. But what you have to understand is that if the if the recruits do good there, winning is the one thing that they look for. Because I can say he's winning, so that's never the, the essence. I mean, championships – they miss out on, but can the recruits flourish there? And they do all the time. Suggs really put his stock up more than it was. You know, Chet was already a top three guy. So let's talk about Kwame Evans Jr. In 2023, they pitched Oregon at number seven. You know, they got Jackson Shellstone, which was a top um, target. He's a point guard. Um, you look at other guys and, um, Mookie Cook has an offer. Jamie Kaser, who is also part of a team Durant, could be um Brian Holland has an offer. They have guys with offers they could be going after. And this could be big for them. Out of the Holland sweepstakes, okay, Booker's gone. Um, Andres Tayakovic and Mookie Cook could possibly be there. Could they persuade Mookie Cook to come to Oregon? We'll see what happens. There are, there are offers that can still be out there. Put out there with, with Kwame Evans Jr., you can really go hard on there with a guy at that caliber. I mean, he's going to really have a big – he's a one and done. He's going to have a big season with Oregon. Um, <clears throat> think Bo Bo before he got injured. Just He's going to have an elite season with Oregon. It's, it's like no question he'll have an elite season with Oregon. Um, to me, he's the best player in high school. Six nine can do a lot with the ball. He's gonna get his chance to really shine and at a good program like Oregon, where it's, you know it's a major program. They're against big competitions. He's gonna get his chance to really show people who he is. Now, if we if we look at a lot of um, teams right now in female basketball. A lot of those teams around. And we're going to get to the Arizona Wildcats getting Jada Williams. We're going to talk about that team. We're going to talk about UCLA even when Jada leaves and they still have a good class. Jada joined a good class and then went to another good class who has, oh my God, Arizona. Listen, Adia, listen, that's a little unfair. I ain't never seen no women's class like this. Listen, I've been looking at. And UConn is usually that school. That's the one school who just racks up five stars. Five stars. Arizona did a UConn, a serious UConn, a super serious UConn. They could follow other players, could come with that type of momentum. Villanova, to start with them first. Denise Dillon is doing a crazy great job. Daniel Cesaretti, Madison Francis. Uh, Shay, Ajayowo, like these are these are three, two out of three are rated ESPN, four stars. 
And that's Shay. That's Madison. Now, Madison actually is a twin 25. So, Dylan is like making her rounds. You got the twin 25 class, top target in the Madison Francis. Then you get the two with Daniel Cesaretti and um, Shay Ajo. Excuse me, Ajo Way. These are all three good prospects, like real good prospects, and you're going early for them. Like Villanova is ready. Denise Dillon has had a good two years, the first two years, real good. And they have evolved each year. The recruiting classes have got great each year. Her first year recruiting class was solid. And she keeps recruiting these elite two-way players. She really loves – it's the same culture. She loves the defense, good all-around players, great athletes. And you got guys like uh, – girls like Christina Doss. You got girls like um, Lucy Olsen. You got – um. Bella Runyon, these are girls who are all going to be big-time players for this team. And you got girls transferring here. Villanova is a team to watch out for. They they just keep getting elite athletes. Dylan was the right pick from Coach Harry. Decided to retire. A legendary coach like that. Denise Dylan is doing everything. She's been one of those type of coaches that – Recruits love. Um, she's good for the campus, good for the culture. She's just a natural leader, a born person, a born leader that can evolve a team. Now, Arizona, more Wildcats, Lady Wildcats of Arizona. Wow, um, I'm shocked. I'm super shocked because this type of flip don't happen unless it's men's basketball or football. J.D. Williams is an elite talent. Ever since I saw her at young age of 14, watching her, watch her evolve, okay, we know all this. Big-time star on social media. Um, NIL deals crazy. She's making crazy money. She's a, she's a star already. Now, Brad Cunningham, that's a girl. Now, at one time, high-level sports, you talk about high-level sports with WNBA draft profiles. You know, of course, I, I've talked, you know, with her mother. And we're going to talk about that switch. This is crazy. <laughs> Yo, she was um, Coach Close is a great coach. She has a um, good class. Now, we're going to talk more. We're going to go to a break. And we're going to bring Father Leader in, and we're going to talk more about the Villanova team. But big-time talk today. The headlines is Arizona. We're going to talk about Arizona, Lady Wildcats, they recruit them. We're going to talk about Sky Clark. We're going to talk about Monty Bates. We're going to talk about Mikey Williams. And where, where could he go? Where could he go? Where could he go? I mean, that's one guy I feel like. I don't know. I just don't like the ratings of some of these guys like Dior Johnson, Sky Clark, Mikey Williams. Like they completely forget about these guys and what they've done. Like it's it happened to a lot of guys. You know, Kyrie Walker was one. Isaiah Todd was one. But Mikey Williams got his stuff paid for him. He's definitely gonna be on the main stage to show his talent. But where are y'all rating them? Like, how are y'all saying people are rated over? We're gonna talk about a lot of that when we get back on follow leader.
Talking more about the Arizona Lady Wildcats. I want to talk about a couple of comparisons, a couple of people that be playing together. Um, J.D. Williams, five-star point guard. Brea Cunningham, five-star center. Maya Najee, last year, she's there. This is an elite squad. And anybody want to wonder why she left UCLA? And before people start saying, oh, money, man. J.D. don't need no money. <laughs> Jay don't need no money, bro. <laughs> bro, hold on. Like before anybody get talk. Oh God, she went over there because Adia Barnes got five stars already for one. The disrespect. <laughs> she already got five stars. She didn't need to beg Jada to come through. It's a it's a culture. Obviously, it's a feel. Jada could have went anywhere in the country. Brea could have went anywhere in the country. So we go here now. These are the dynamics. One, I love my Najee. Once again, elite. The exciting part is to see those three gel together for the future. It's going to be very exciting. Very exciting. It's a lot of other good um, recruits we'll talk about. But one thing I heard from sources on why or some of the reasons why Jada flipped. Now, it has nothing to do with UCLA. She likes UCLA. She loves Coach Close. But in the end, there are political decisions in basketball. Fit, time, placement. Will I get the time? Can I develop right? Who will I battle? And that was one of the things. The battling situation is a lot of guards. There's a lot of guards in the recruiting class at UCLA. You get jaded and you like, oh, now you got it. Like, how is that going to work out? But we also know another dynamic. Let me tell you a clear-cut, unbelievable Numero uno, big dynamic in the Jada flip. What I know, Brea Cunningham. That's a girl. When you look at, another thing is this, not just them being friends, you know. You got to look at a basketball sense. We're not even talking about just... We're not even talking about just at a sense of friendship and oh, that's my girl and we play. She's a big, she's a, she's a, she's a big. And you got a point. A big and a point. That, it's a special relationship on the court when you can play together as a big and a point. That is a, John Stockton and Carbalone. You know, you guess you can definitely say it's a big because Carbalone was 6'10", 250, scoring 28 a game. And John Stockton was a point guard. Dream team, two dream team guys. They've been playing together a long time. I guarantee you, if they was in free agency, if one had to be a free agent, another one had to be, I guarantee you, they would definitely think about playing together the way that their chemistry was. Penny Hardaway and Shaq. Oh, man, that was Kobe and Shaq. Not a little man, but it's a guard and a big that had a good chemistry on the court. Stephon Marbury and Kevin Garnett. Dig me. Steph on Mulberry. Kevin Garnett. Them two. Alone. 
just alone, those two guys had a chemistry. It's just inevitable. When you got Mark Jackson, when he played with Patrick Ewing with the Knicks. Okay, David Robinson. Well, who did he get? Avery Johnson. Everybody, they try to connect every big in the game. with Hakeem Olajuwon, Kenny Smith. Then Clyde Jackson came through with a championship. Guard big equals win. And they have an elite guard and big combo that just happens to have a chemistry of friendship. Look at the Eagles getting A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. They're best friends. So you know how good it's going to work on the football field? Arizona Wild, Lady Wildcat fans should be super excited. I'm talking about elated. If you watch, if you're a diehard Arizona fan, period, you should be super. Like that, that's the people they have coming is nasty. Not to mention Montea. She's coming. Like, that's the highest recruit in that class. They just got two more five stars. Paris Clark is a five star. To me, Kaylin Gilbert is a five star. To me. So we're looking at this squad they got, right? Looking at this squad. And Lamaya Hilton is not no slouch. So, oh my gosh. I love great recruiting. Arizona, yeah. They're going to make me watch that class. No question. I just think um, it's going to be a lot of, it's time to really look at what's coming up next for this squad. I mean, they're loaded. You got to watch this. They did a UConn for sure. With the Brea Cunningham and Jada Williams signing, that was, and then the flip. That's like a, that's like a, that's like saying, you know, Rick James, I'm Rick, smack. (laughs) <laughs> not just getting the commitment you flipped them from a major program like I did listen you, we, y'all can talk about everything y'all gonna talk about outside the podcast and say Lita Johnson's wrong I'm telling it like it is this is warfare recruiting they respect each other everybody respect each other but it's warfare man Arizona just anted up they weapons got loaded and they went and stole so they went and got another weapon look you a soldier you a lieutenant they stole a lieutenant. Jada Williams? Sick with it. That's sick. That's, that's not, that is downright. Brea Cunningham. They just came from one to go. And you get both of them? You got Brea and then. Foot, oh, my God. Yeah, I go. You need to like, I need a drink. <laughs> that's ridiculous. This is a type of, see, that's why they're going to have to pay female athletes. They're getting better. They can shoot better. They're jumping better. They're dunking in games, dunking at all-star games. They don't care. And I saw Olivia uh, died of UConn when she dunked in high school. I said, something's about to go down. Something's brewing in the female basketball. And who they had, Brea. See, the thing about Brea, she's she's dominant, man. Then she, she really is working. She works at her game. You know, I saw the documentary between Jada and the LaJala High School. These are some hardworking girls, but, man, Bray wants to be the – yo, she's getting stronger. You put Jada with her, they're so comfortable. They're going to talk about plays all together. They're probably right now having unbelievable talks on the phone, excited. And, you know, it's crazy. You might as well get ready for it. I'm going to put the hype out there now. Tajiana, 2024 guard. Tajiana Avant Roberts. Play guard, play. I guarantee you, she's a five star. I guarantee you, Adia. But I, listen, maybe I ain't heard something. They don't put the hype around girls' best, but I'm going to put the bet on the window now with those two girls 
with those two girls now. Yes, the bet is on. That just means everybody can see it clear when I put the bet on the window. When the bet is on the window, everybody can see it clear. Tajiana Von Roberts will be, I'm going to say it now. She'll be an Arizona Lady Wildcat. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let her go to see her schools, whatever. Say, hey, how you doing? No, when she go to Arizona, <laughs> okay. When she go around her girls and, and, and the chemistry they got, I just don't see nothing else happening. I just don't. Look for that. Look for that trio. It's a good situation, too, because thinking about UCLA, that class was full of guards. I don't even think they would have. Maybe they would have offered a Tajiana, but I think they would have. You know, just for Jada. and If Brea would have committed there, and it would have been Jada and Brea, you know, um, well, Jada was there. If Bray, if Bray would have committed there, and it would have been Jada and Bray, you would have had Tatiana with an offer. They would have went hard after her with some more guards. It is a lot of guards. I dig it. It's a lot of guards. And man, I heard from sources that, you know, this is a crowded and it's just a better fit for Jada right now, which is good. Um, Let's jump clear to the Mikey Williams situation. Let's jump to another Williams. I don't know what to say. Um... I'm still thinking he's going to hit the pros. But Mikey could stay. There's been rumors Mikey could stay in college. What, what college will he go to? What college is looking at? I mean, he's one of those guys who can, like, paint his own picture. So what do you think, Kentucky, Duke? He can do that. He can go that route. But Mikey Williams is bigger than those two programs. It's about, let's just be, just be honest. That one-and-done popularity is kind of floated. Because Kentucky, this is what happened with that, if anybody doesn't know the history of the one and done and why it became so popular. Let's do some basketball education. Hopefully, I got some prospects listening right now. Kentucky, nobody wanted to accept one and done people. They was like, no, you're just going one year and leave. No, so Calipari did. So all the one and done people came to Kentucky, which made them popular because a lot of them guys left and they went to the pros. A lot of first-round picks. We talking about Anthony Davis's, John Walls, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Devin Booker's. This was the the, the Harris twins, uh, <clears throat> Julius Randle. I mean, these we were talking about on and on and on and guys that that became one and done players. But it became played out because eventually Kentucky was not. I'm just gonna tell you how that unfolded. Kentucky wasn't winning. As much, and then some guys weren't getting the time. Some guys were coming into a crowded roster, and five stars weren't getting their time. That's just what happens. Once you are, and they also start to recognize that they're already. If you look at this, when the one and done is judged, he's not judged when he commits to a school. That's not how a one and done is judged. A one and done is judged straight from high school. He can be judged as a junior before he's even a senior. So athletes start recognizing their worth. I don't want to go here just because Kentucky, they don't get no time. Then the transfer portal came up, which, you know, some guys will go to a school, which is helping people too. I don't agree with the transfer portal. The transfer portal is hindering people. It makes no sense. You just, just keep up with the Joneses. People get to make their own decisions. That's good, always good. NIL. People get to make their money for their worth. It's always good. People need to recognize and catch up. Opportunity don't mean... How do you get mad because you can't get used to the opportunity that's given to other people? That's like being mad because the slaves was free, but being mad because some of them is killing people. Like, then you want to put everybody else slaves because it's no, it's crazy. It's really crazy. 
really crazy that people are down on it. And I, now certain things need to be fixed. Certain things need to be fixed, I guess. You know, just... But catch up. Y'all knew the deal was going to be done before it was done. Should have been ready for it. You knew it was in the works years before it was done. You should have been ready for it. Now we go to... Back to the Mike Wiggins situation. I hope he go to a black college. I ain't going to lie. If he go to college and he goes to a black college, do you know the... I haven't seen nobody in, in the uh, HBCU basketball realm except for um, Maker's brother, McCurr Maker, go to a black college. And he didn't really, you know, set that off big. You know, he got hurt. And you see, he didn't even turn to a lottery pick from a black college. Mikey Williams is a, is a, a star. He can go right now to the G League, get that money. They could possibly play him $2 million. Matter of fact, I think that's what could. I mean, you got got two million, one million. He's definitely gonna get a million bracket. But Mikey Williams is gonna get a shoe deal. You know, more shoe deals, more endorsement deals. As soon as he hits the NBA, as soon as he makes his decision, as soon as he makes his decision, college or pros, he's gonna get more endorsements. So the big thing is, where would he go? What would I think? I mean, he could definitely go to the G League and be exciting, just like Jalen Green was, just like Hardy was. You know, Foster put on a show. Foster Jr. Scoot putting on a show. You know. We know what's going to happen with that. We know exactly what's going to happen with that. So if we're looking... Directly at where Michael Williams could go. I mean, where could he go? Could it be USC? Another school. I mean, you know, would he go to Arizona? I mean, Arizona has interest. They ain't getting no offer. Would he go to Arizona? I know y'all back there like, oh, why would you say You just saying, shut up. Shut up. All right, that could happen. They're good friends, man. The Williams could be in Arizona. They're good friends. All right. Um, Amani Bates. Ah, so crazy right now. What's going to happen with the Eastern Michigan program? But I know he's going to eat because it's different when you got different stars aligned and they're right there. Brian Antoine with Radford. He's going to eat. These are two schools, man. I mean, these are two guys that are, are, are five stars. You give them the ball on a, on a program where you're going to be the focal point. You're going to get all the opportunity to score over 20 points on these two programs. And I'm thinking to myself that Imani Bates gets back in the top 10. Antoine could be a second-round pick. I don't see him being a first-round pick because that time is flu. It's flu. So, if I'm going to be serious, I think that it's no question that Antoine could be a second-round pick. I mean, we'll see what happened with first-round pick, but he could get some notoriety of that through a combine workout because, you know, he was Brian Antoine. But just because the hype has left, and it's, when you get a draft, there's so many other prospects that come and could shadow your – rep you was a couple of years ago. You got to catch that 
you know, you got to catch it while it's flying. You got to catch your rep while it's going. You, your hype train, you got to catch it. I mean, I think that's what happened to Charles Bassey. You know, Charles Bassey is a uh, guy that was number six in the nation. <laughs> Next thing you know, he did good two years. And it seems like he should have left his first year or something. Or, you know, I don't know. I think he was treated a different. You got to watch their hype train. Javon Quinterly, guys like Naz Reed, and they all had a hype train that they missed. So, looking at that point with Imani Bates, I just think people are, are really losing their mind. Like, how could he not be a prospect now to you that was so generational just because of his injury and the coach he was playing with just, you know, Penny's a good coach. He's just not good enough for a lot of prospects. And, and Bonnie Bates was one of them. You're supposed to let him float, do what he do. Um, but the, the offense you had had to hinder him, had to hinder him for a guy that's that generational. We had, we had scouts and it's, it's confusing because we had scouts saying, and he's a generational talent. He's a very good talent. But it's crazy how scouts are thinking now. You had scouts saying, man, ain't been a guy that's ready out of high school in a years. Even over, people are saying he's better than Kobe. Like, now all of a sudden, you just forgot you said that. Like, just because of what happened and the mishaps with the coaches, it's all bad. That's how, that's how quick they can forget about you. That's how quick they can forget about you. Sky Clark, Illinois is loaded. But my thing is this. A man that scores over 50 points, a man that the best ball handler in, in high school, he gets an injury in high school. And, I mean, you mean to tell me y'all all of a sudden say that he's not the guy that you rated before because of his injury? I, I'm, like, I don't know. Let's clear that up. Yes, he looks great. Practices with Illinois, sources telling me big things about Sky Clark. Big things about Scott. He, he's the same guy y'all was talking about. He's a lottery pick in this year's draft. No question. Like, what are you talking about? Johnson with Pittsburgh. I don't know. Same guy, million mill ticks was throwing it. They threw, they threw money at this man's face. And he said, no, he was at Oregon, decommitted. He was a hot prospect. But I guess, I mean, there's some good guys. Kassan Wallace is good, you know. It's a lot of good point guards, but Dior Johnson and Scott Clark are some special players, man. I mean, I've, these guys can really light it up, and I can't wait to see these two guys play. Dior Johnson and Scott Clark, man, listen. Dior can chop you up. <laughs> like, Dior come down transition, and you can't even stop him. I mean, I've seen this man, like, listen. I think out of any point guard, I really like looking at their tape, film tape, seeing them play defense. Was Dior. Dior is ready to play, you know, but then the most exciting tape I've saw, you know, I'm talking about in the last couple of years, is Sky Clark. Sky Clark's exciting. The way he dribbles the ball, one, two, one, you mesmerize you a little bit, bam, bam, he go over here, you over there, you over there, you over there, then score. Trey ball, come up quick off the ball, very quick off the ball. And his brother, Zizi Clark, Congratulations, just uh, sign with Overtime Elite. Get that bag, baby. Get that bag, Clark family. 
Here they come, and they come. Listen, I'm interested to see how he goes. I like the Thompson twins more and more. I see a lot of great things um, in these guys. Both these guys will be first-round picks. One to be a lottery pick. Both could probably be a lottery pick. I'm going to say that. I mean, I see a lot from both. But this is a loaded draft. I love loaded drafts. This draft is loaded. When Jada Williams leaves, it's going to be a loaded draft. Really, the um, Maya Najee's draft and Jada Williams' draft, whatever the, the stars that come from these two, 2022, 2022 and 2023 class is going to be big. Then you've got Miara O'Neill. We're going to see just how that class goes. But Miara is something special, man. Dang, Shaquille? Shaquille got to give up the secrets, bro. Like, all his kids can ball. Like, they they athletically gifted. Like, Mia O'Neill boss you up in the post. Boss you up. She really decided to be who she wanted to be. Like, she really decided to be a ball player. I don't think she really, really wants to be that best. Not like Miara. Miara want to be one more than all of them. You know, Shaquille, he can ball. But he, he a jokester like his dad. He can be anything. You know what I mean? You know, you look at Miles. Miles is a businessman like his mom's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sharif, he's going to... His heart and will like Shaq had is, is all there. And he's going to he's gonna be in the NBA a long time. He's not going to be the guy that I thought he would be because, you know, injuries happen. You know, the heart surgery had to take something from his super explosiveness. But he's become a smarter basketball player. He still is athletic. And um, he's with the G League uh, Ignite. So, that's going to be big for him to show itself. You know, um, it's a huge, huge turnaround for, this teams, for these teams. Um, Justin Edwards going to Kentucky. Let's just update that. Um, Kwame Evans Jr., we did talk about him going to Oregon. Hansberry, where will Amani Hansberry go? Where will he go? Boogie Flynn, visiting over soon. That is something to pay attention to. Something really big to pay attention to. Boogie Flynn visiting. That that's a game changer. Now they offered Jaleel Bethia. They still been recruiting Jacob Thiel. So now you talking about Boogie Flynn. This could this could this this is a five star point guard. I wanted to visit. I don't think he's not going to walk away with a five star. Malachi Palmer is a high four star. That's that's a big. But when you got a five star that coming here to, to visit you, who are we talking about? And I think you're looking at you look at a lot of different recruits. Um, you know what I think could happen, like real fast with Mikey Williams. Is that somebody a recruit could lure lure him somewhere? Who what recruit is telling Mikey Williams to come there? That's what I want to know. What it got to be somebody saying Mikey, because it's not like it used to be where people would say pros in college and it's absolutely pros. Nah, it's not absolutely pros no more. They know they can get money without going to the pros before they get their meal ticket certified or three million dollar ticket because you know it's like three years, ten million dollars. You know when you get that that large rookie contract. Might be twelve million, just depends. Number one overall, um, three years, twelve. So, give or take, he could be looking at look. And if I was, you know, if I was anybody, I, I'm looking for a combo guard that can do what Mikey do. I'm going for him. 
I'm going for him hard. I mean, if I was Kwame Evans Jr., I'd be like, listen. And they got Jackson Shell stand. Look, Mikey, come with them two in the look. Mikey's getting the time automatically. That's that's Kwame Evans and Mikey. So listen, this was just a quick run in. Shout out to Jada. Shout out to Brea Cunningham. Wow, that's straight with. That's crazy. That Arizona team is nasty. I would just be going out. If I was them, I would just be like, yo, girl, let's just go out and get this chemistry. Because the bigger the chemistry, the more the winning. All that talent. All that talent. Oh, the coaching staff got to be like, ah, Arizona. Oh, look at all. What can we do? Kids in the candy store. I mean, they got everything from your guard to your point guard to your center. To, they got everything. So you can, as long as you, the strongest chemistry gets, the better this team will get. Look, I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. I just want to come in with a quick scoop. Talk about it. Watch out for Oregon. Oregon's retarded next year. Retarded next year with Kwame Evans Jr. Man, they got a lot of talent. So um, I'm going to get back to y'all. Lita Johnson.